0: Good evening, you big bunch of babies, and welcome to Slow Motion Triple Feature, a podcast in which three friends watch three movies over the course of three weeks. Each month, a different friend will select a different triple feature for their friends to enjoy and discuss. Slow Motion Triple Feature is one of the many fine podcasts brought to you by the American Friend Institute. I'm your host, Mike Keller, and I'm joined today by my good friends, Kit and Andrew. Tonight, we are continuing our Big Kit Triple Feature with my pick, by which I mean a movie that Big Kit recommended to me that I had not yet watched. 1944 is the miracle of Morgan's Creek starring Eddie Bracken and Betty Hutton and written and directed by Preston Sturgis. So
1: why can you tell us why, why was this movie recommended to you?
0: So I sent Kit an email. It could have been a text, I suppose, but at one point I sent him something and I said, what are like essential movies like must see best movies of all time. Um, Either that maybe less that people that not a lot of people have seen or just what are they? And then I, I kept the ones in a list uh, that I hadn't seen so that I would watch them. So I have I still have it on my I've actually watched most of them at this point. But there's like I've still I don't think I've ever seen HUD. If I did, it was a long time ago. So he told me he's like, you got to see HUD. This was one of them. And then there was a W.C. Fields one. I don't remember. Uh,
2: the, it's a gift.
0: It's a gift. Yeah. That was one of them. And, uh, and also like there was just random ones. Like he would just text me sometimes and say, like, like, uh, the, the King, which is like a Netflix movie with Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. And, um, he, oh, he yeah. was like, you got to watch Chimes at Midnight and then watch The King. That's interesting. And, um, yeah. Cause I guess it's the same characters and all this. And like he obviously knows all of the Shakespeare and all this type of thing. And yeah. I don't, I've never really been able to, I'm not, I can't do Shakespeare. I just, I'm not that smart. So, uh, but I did, I started Trimes at Midnight and that's, those are two that are on the list. Cause I still, I started it and it's like, there was no subtitles and I just like, couldn't hear what they were saying, but like, I will watch them eventually for sure. I
1: have a, I have um, a, I have a way in for with Shakespeare for you. Okay. And I only figured it out like within the last two years or whatever. Um, if you watch a movie that is like, um, an adaptation of Shakespeare, but it's, you know they use like contemporary vernacular or something uh-huh and then you watch a shakespeare you'll yeah. get it so like i yeah. watched what's the what's the macbeth kurosawa hidden fortress is that it or
0: i don't know i didn't know he did a macbeth
1: yeah he did a he did a macbeth so okay. no um, no
0: it's not hidden fortress cuz hidden fortress i've seen and that is uh that's the one that lucas
1: oh spidersweb i don't fucking know yeah. i don't know anyway there's a there's a macbeth a of okay. Macbeth, it's one of his earlier ones, and I saw that in the um at Hollywood like in twenty twenty sometime, and yeah. then I went and saw Tragedy of Macbeth. The I think it one of the Coen brothers directed that. Yeah, And I thought it was really good, but I was like, man, if I hadn't seen another movie that like laid this plot out in and and these characters out in language that is easy for me to follow, I would have yeah. been so fucking Japanese. lost. Well, there were (laughs) readable subtitles i'm just saying like yeah you you understand
0: yeah yeah no that's a good idea like uh like watch watch the
1: lion king and then go watch hamlet
0: there you go or the (laughs) north
1: sure Watch the north yeah
2: Yeah.
0: um but yeah i i like some of them i get uh but they just don't i mean there's like people that can like quote them and they get super deep into the themes and i just never like in high school, when we would read them, like we read Hamlet, and I remember just being like, "Holy fuck!" Like I don't, this is just not clicking with me. And I've Mm-mm. just, yeah, I've always struggled with old English. Although what's weird is I, I can read the Canterbury Tales in old English, like no problem. Unless it yeah. was the version I had, maybe it was like made dumb for me. But like there was both the English, the modern <laughs> English, and the old Canterbury English Canterbury Tales, it the was. Mike edition. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's from the same publisher of like you know. The
1: complete idiot's guide too. Yeah, um, you but. got the uh, the illustrated classics version of Canterbury yeah. Tales. <laughs> yeah, I you know, to, I, know. Go I,
2: I love Shakespeare, but I used to yeah. for my Shakespeare class, I would because our professor was really cool, and he was like, "You should watch these performed, not just read them." Yeah, um, yeah, I could I could definitely see that for sure. So I used to have my book open, like kind of reading along and watching the bbc tv adaptations which we like had through our library yeah. and that made it a lot um easier for me to follow um yeah that makes like, sense
1: because they weren't they are
2: for they're for like regular people like of right. that time you yeah. Know? yeah like
1: 500 years ago yeah, it's probably
2: sure. not a great adaptation if you're not able to follow it
0: yeah you know and i can usually like I can kind of get it, but I part part of it is they don't resonate with me. Like I don't seem to feel them the way, you know, sometimes I just truly don't understand, but other times it's just like, like, I don't care that much about like, I've seen Polanski's Macbeth. We read Macbeth. We read Hamlet. I've seen probably a couple Hamlets. Um, So yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. That said, uh, Julie Taymor's Titus uh, is, that's like my favorite Shakespeare thing. I think. Mm. Um, and that's just a really cool movie. If anybody, I was
2: thinking of you know. doing a Shakespeare triple or even just a Hamlet triple, yeah. but I felt like that might be mean.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'd be up for it. Like, I, I always am, you know, up for discussing, even if I don't mm-hmm. necessarily like or get
1: movies but, or plays. I too. would do. You, you did a ballet, so. I would do mm-hmm. Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. I would do uh, Titus. And then mm-hmm. I would do uh, the, like, minute-and-a-half version of Hamlet from The Last Action Hero. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my That'd triple. That'll be a quick triple. <laughs> That'll be good, yeah. I was yeah.
2: I was thinking of doing the the 1940s Hamlet, the Mel Gibson Hamlet, and the... Uh, what's his name?
0: Uh, Kenneth Branagh?
2: The Yeah, the Kenneth did... Branagh Hamlet. Oh,
0: yeah. See, and I think I've seen the Kenneth Branagh one. We watched in uh, high school when we read the play. But have you ever seen the Midsummer Night's Dream from like the forties, maybe the early forties? Yeah. Yeah. That movie's awesome. And that's a play again. I've probably seen like four versions of that. And and I also saw get over it, which is a teen movie Mm -hmm. from the early O's, which is loosely based on, uh, but yeah, they just, I don't know. The stories don't necessarily stick with me and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but that movie is really cool. Just visually. It's cool. So anyhow, but I did want to say about this movie the Miracle of Morgan's Creek, uh, with regard to Big Kit, I thought it was very interesting that he so strongly recommended to me a movie about a man who is just driven out of his mind by his two daughters.
2: Um, <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that definitely, I thought of Big Kit uh, in those uh, moments with the dad, which the he's, dad character was awesome. I love. He that was guy.
2: my favorite. Uh, he's my favorite part. He's yeah, really yeah, amorous. Sure, really he's awesome. I really like the so younger funny. girl too. She's and, uh, awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah, the the fourteen year old.
2: She's right. eight. She she's was, eighteen. That's uh, yeah, why We looked her up. So, okay, yeah.
1: she's eighteen. So. She looks. I mean, I would have said th- in her thirties is what I yeah. would. have said. I know
2: she doesn't look young, and she's playing yeah. a very precocious character. But she also she was a lived child prodigy. Through,
1: and she lived through you know the depression and stuff. So that's got to put some. She put died some... in her forties yeah.
2: too, like forty one. Yeah. So maybe yeah. she okay. was doing it like a Jack situation yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> um she was like a piano prodigy and god she's funny she's so she's, great. she's, she's so really good. good
1: and trudy watched, is how watched, old is trudy ben Hutton, she, was were, pro-
2: she was probably pretty young because she were, hadn't well, hit her career high yet she, and looks, she was
0: apparently a singer
2: she looks oh, old yeah, she to sang, me she, so she was
0: born in 21, so she would have been 23 when this came out.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess that's believable She's because they're saying she's a minor, which means she's, you know, at least 17. So I guess I believe that, but it's also like she looks so much the, older than that. Yeah.
2: The Bjork, the Bjork song, It's Oh So Quiet. Hmm. That's a Betty Hutton song. Really? Mm. Um, And she's also, anything you can do, I can do better, because she was Annie in the movie of Annie Get Your Gun. Really? Uh,
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And she has a really funny song called Murder. Basically, for real, she, as a singer, she was famous for screaming. Okay. Okay. She's like really, really loud. That's what she's famous for.
0: Okay, yeah, because I thought in this movie like she was fine, but she didn't like strike me as like an actress. And I was like, this is a this seems like a little bit strange of a leading lady. But she, she loud. She loud in this movie. I think right. But she was good. Yeah. and She was like brassy and bold, and you know, yeah, uh, good for the character. Thing. But I did want to also, I guess, since we're talking about the actors. Um, I wanted to brag that when we were watching this, like almost as soon as Norville appeared, who was Eddie Bracken, I was like, Oh, it's the uh fella, the old guy from Home Alone too the guy that owns mm-hmm. the Toy Store. Um, and Sarah was what? like, How did you recognize him? Yeah. And he was in a couple oh of kids. Oh my god, dude. So, I think he's also I could totally
2: see
1: is- it now. Yeah, I I was just immediately I was like, Oh, I know that guy. Amazing. Is
2: he the Wally World? Yes, guy? he is.
1: Yep. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs>
0: He had Amazing. a really long career. So, yeah. yeah. But he was also excellent in this movie. Uh I, yeah, very good comedic actor. But.
1: Just well the Let's biggest uh, the into... biggest
0: simp of all time. Yeah, the, I did I felt
1: really <laughs> bad for him for most this of the time. This movie was, I this movie feel was really devastating. bad for him.
2: It it is but I also was like, I thought, found their love story kind of cute still. Like, no, I, no for sure. She,
0: As it for, went on, he the does I does feel really so.
2: bad. She doesn't, she doesn't like as soon as she finds out how Guys. sweet he is, she changes her tune and starts That's, protecting yeah. him.
0: I feel like it pulls it off. Like, you know, at first you're like, this lady is a huge bitch.
2: Yeah, this him. is horrible. <laughs>
1: yeah, this man. And then you feel so bad for him, but. This man has no fucking. He's. I don't know where it went. It's like all his self esteem, all his self respect has just been
2: uh, forced to
1: out. It's devastating. It's
2: because of. I'm, it's the mili- I think the military thing is a is a big part of it. Yep. That he's, is interesting. He's, yep.
1: I, yes, he's I Captain
2: thought... America. If he never got pumped with the juice, you know.
1: Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. And I I, I
2: felt it's some sympathy. Really it's, it's, it's a really big
1: deal. It's a real. It's a real time and place thing. Um. And honestly, Captain America helped me helped me access it. Um. <laughs> but the ending, it killed me. This man is stuck with six children, and he's never even fucked this chick. He's I'm had sorry, he guys. will. He will. He will.
2: Yeah, I She's will. all. Not if you kid. got six infants. I'm yeah, you. Not yeah if you got kid. Six...
1: <laughs> There's no way this lady has. She's she's all used up. It's over.
0: <laughs> I just I just meant more. There's not time for such a thing. But, but I'm, yeah, just saying, I mean, you I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This guy be... this
1: guy got the shortest end of the shortest stick on earth. This is this is some fucked up. That shit. said. But,
0: that said, at least he married a blonde woman, which none of us right. can say that. So that's you know, right. he's got that going.
1: The on. worst, the worst blonde woman. No,
2: I think it was. No, no, I no. think it was sweet that he was just like when he's just like, "Are you kidding? This is my dream come true." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for you to I, be forced to marry me <laughs> to settle. So worry. like that
1: broke my heart. <laughs> it's broke my heart. sad,
2: but it's like they kind of the two of them made it work for me.
1: It's yeah. funny. It's it's a funny movie. I I do think the movie is funny. Yeah. Um and and I will say that like so I looked up nothing about this movie and it probably took me like a f- a full 15 to 20 minutes to like understand which I know it's going to sound stupid but like I just didn't get what it was at first. Yeah. No, that's understandable. Just like the way just like the cadence of the of the the dialogue and stuff it's just like you know I, I everything's so like you know beat 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 you know i just like i i don't know exactly i just felt a little bit lost in terms of what it actually was and as soon as i was like this is a straight up funny comedy that's 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 all it is yeah it's football once i once i once i like my brain clicked with that i was i i enjoyed it quite a bit more but i still found it to be like one of the saddest things i've ever seen just so sad. <laughs> so, so sad. Is
0: Preston Sturgis did uh, Sullivan's Travels, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The same guy. Okay. Yeah, so you, I know when, I've seen that.
1: you know when Homer tries to cross the Springfield chasm? Yeah. And he falls in all the way down, and then they, yeah. they airlift him out, <laughs> yeah. and then the ambulance doors open, and he falls right back down? <laughs> yeah. That's what this movie was to me. Yeah. Very funny, so, but just like there's a, there's a broken and, ki- and and just man at the bottom of that chasm
0: it's funny you would say that because i don't um do well with like the ben stiller comedies where he is everything goes wrong i I don't do well with that because i feel so bad for him but with this it was like i initially i did feel bad for him but i think it's like and kit had kit just said i think you just said that this is like a screwball comedy and Mm -hmm. um to me like it was a screwball comedy but then it was it was like it was different than that, where it, just, mm-hmm. it has this very weird tone where it's almost like it's not cynical, but it's like like a flippant screwball comedy yes. or something. Where yeah, it just has this attitude to it where I where I could see where Andrew's like, like for the first little bit, like it's like, well, what is this? Like, I'm amused, but like, what is this movie? Where's it what is this going for? Uh and then I, yeah, so like I it, to me it didn't feel like it was just raining shit on him. Because it was like, it was just such a weird, it was, it was almost like such a cartoon that it was just yes. kind of fun. But sorry, what were you going to say, Kip?
2: I think, I think that there, to me, I, the movie feels kind of modern. Yeah. Like, or not what you'd expect when you pick up a comedy from 1944. And Especially I the
0: reading, morality kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's funny. I mean, they got tons of shit. For, like, meaning, yeah. in the production, Preston Sturges started shooting when he had ten pages of approved script because they were just nitpicking everything. Um, and he, they, they mentioned in the Wikipedia page, like, um, that Preston Sturgis was like, I think it's he was like, oh no, this is very like, uh, this is a this is a movie about what happens when children disobey their parents. And I just, right. like, I think he's fully lying. For sure. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like, for sure. It's not Absolutely. true at all. But, like, <laughs> apparently at the time, even, some of the reviews were like, this is a very different movie. Like, this is not a normal, like, people saw it that way even then, that, like, th- it's, yeah. it was a big hit, but it, like, stood out a lot. Yeah. Um weird and I feel, I mean, Sullivan's Travels is the same way. I mean, Preston Sturgis is just, like, uh, very ahead of his time I yeah
0: think. well and still like one of a kind i mean i've only seen a yeah at least two maybe maybe more uh but like like what other movies have that kind of like i don't know they're they're like simultaneously wholesome i guess I sylvan's travel's not so much i don't know maybe not I, I guess i don't have a point to make there but yeah I, I can't think of like who i would compare that sense of humor, the sense of humor in this, like, who else does that? I, I it's,
1: don't know. it's, fu- it is fun watching them like skirt around the morality of it, but it's also mm-hmm. like, it's like kind of convoluted and just like, just, it's like there's no way to like really do that in a way that's not at least a little bit clumsy to me. Mm-hmm. Cause like she goes to the doctor to find out if she's married, you know what I mean? And it's like, it, I got, <laughs> I got it. But I'm like, what the? F- what the fuck is happening? Why is she talking to her dog? And it's like, I mean, (laughs) you know, I figured it out, but it's just like, that's so bizarre, but totally like just a matter of, it's just functional. It's like, this Mm. is the way that we can make this function. And like, Mm -hmm. it is interesting to me because they don't, they don't directly refer to a baby until like, it seems like they're easing the audience into it.
2: Mm -hmm. but they also can't show her pregnant
1: oh i know which is insane i'm thinking i i i liked the and i i actually i think probably for me like my favorite shot of the movie is when she's on the couch and they're hiding out in that cabin Mm -hmm. uh and it's like and they're not showing her pregnant and then like the realization that she was carrying six babies and i'm just like no wonder she was fucking like just trapped (laughs) on a couch just like they i don't know if they would have been able to make a pregnant belly big enough
0: right (laughs) or certainly would have given away some of the fun of the the ending which yeah that was that was one thing i I had kind of noted was like I was always amused uh, as the movie. Like, it was kind of like an escalating amusement. And then by the end of it, like, once they're in the hospital and there's more babies. And then they do, like, the whole... Like, it just... The movie also just goes crazy. Like, they cut to Hitler. Yeah. They cut to Mussolini. Yeah, yeah. Hitler
2: like, is in this movie. The, yeah, it's the, the very
0: funny. It's very funny. I enjoyed that. that was, <laughs> yeah. That was my biggest laugh, uh, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, like... Uh, uh, I guess I, I forgot exactly what I was responding to when I was saying that, but yeah, just the escalating humor of the movie. And then by the end of it, I was like, it was like a modern comedy in the sense of like, well, yes, I might've laughed more at this than I would laugh at a modern comedy. It was um, like,
1: it was at but, time, like, like to me, it got to the point occasionally where it was almost like a naked gun.
2: Yeah. You yeah. Know? Actually, like where good, they're,
1: yeah. but it didn't feel like that to me initially, but when they got to like, when they're in the pr- the jail, and the dad is trying to get him to like, Loved escape. Loved that part. That's right. my favorite I lo- part. That whole sequence, it just, I, I really like, like, the, the like, Paul Rudd style of humor where you just, like, keep going and keep going, even past when something's not funny and then it becomes funny again. I yeah. love that, like, relentlessly annoying the audience, basically. And that's what that felt like to me. Like, it's so stupid, but it it doesn't give up on its stupidity. Uh, yeah. and then it just like keeps, it just keeps like, you know, <laughs> circling back and becoming funny again.
2: I For like sure.
0: That. So on, on that scene, so Sarah and I watched this together last night and we were talking about it this morning and I had the realization of like, Oh, it's funny. Big Kit recommended me this to me because of, you know, Kit and Sydney, little Kit and Sydney. And, um, so, uh, Sarah just like to be funny. She was like, so of the two daughters, uh, which would have not, or like, <laughs> would Kit or Sydney have knocked Big Kit out if it had been requested? And I was like, Sydney for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but anyways, neither it's here nor before there.
2: Before he'd but. finish the sentence. No, it's
0: yeah, yeah.
2: And that and those were also like I love when um, they're both sitting on his lap, and the little the younger sister keeps going, "Shut up!" Like and like, stop trying to understand. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it just it did feel, and when I think about it it's a gift is also about a dad who's just driven insane by his two <laughs> wife and two kids yeah. and they like completely disrespect him all the time <laughs> I love I loved to I think there were things in this movie because it's like obviously like oh she's wasted and doesn't remember having sex Um, the dad is gonna kill the <laughs> the, <laughs> the guy the uh, Eddie Bracken and then I loved the part where like <laughs> the, the girls are, like have to stop him from killing him and they're like like at, they're just sitting on their, their dad yeah. on the ground mm, yeah, at the end funny. like they're like, <laughs> just gonna sit on him to keep him from ki- i'm like that that is so fu- it was so fucking funny and yeah like chaotic like i'd seen this before with my with my parents we watched okay. we wa- when we watched like the top 100 comedies from like the afi um one summer mm. and it's just – it's cool, too, because I, I was reading about how, you know, this movie was made unlike a lot of movies at the time, too, where um, – because there's all those really long scenes, like tracking shots of uh, Betty Hutton and her sister talking or Betty Hutton and, and Eddie Bracken talking um, and the cameras following them. And obviously, like, they did not have great technology. yeah. For that back in the day. But they would actually put the camera on tracks. They'd be chasing people with boom mics. They looked Um, good,
1: I thought. It did. I mean, like that long tracking shot, like it's a little wobbly, but it's like totally fine.
2: All the lighting equipment would be like Mm -hmm. moving with them. Yeah, Um,
1: you would do that today too.
2: Apparently the studio was like, um, was very (laughs) upset because he would, because Preston Sturgis would spend all day... Rehearsing shots and then mm. do them in like in like two hours. He'd Eddie Bracken I think said he he'd get like eleven pages in two hours, but it would just
1: that's he'd wildly. spend the whole
2: day the whole day re, like running them. Um, yeah, yeah. And it just was so like it just was very unconventional. But that, like that for is the, the thing time.
1: about that is the thing about these movies though. Um, you know not just this movie in particular like there's a there's a scene early on that i i kind of laughed at because uh it's just it's just cramming so much into one shot it's like her she wants to i I don't remember this exactly the all of the content in the scene but it's something like she's telling her dad that she wants to go she's going out and Mm -hmm. And he's saying no, and she's arguing with him, and then just like casually inserts a like very sad moment about how their mom is dead. Um, yeah. But like, but it's so like the the cadence of like nothing slows down, um, and it's just like all mm. happening in one shot. And they do the same thing in the 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 marriage ceremony scene. It's just like, just so much insanity in a very tightly packed frame and it's just it's like yeah if you never ever have to move the camera i mean aside from you know the the few fancy shots that they have but like if you're not moving the camera as long as your actors know what they're doing like you should you should be capturing you know multiple pages per day
2: Mm -hmm. Hmm. i thought it was i was thinking about like the all of (laughs) It's very, I think it's, a, there's a real, like, sweetness to the movie that helps, like, because nobody in, like, Eddie Bracken's an orphan, like, being raised by, I don't know if that was his grandma or just someone who runs a boarding house, and then, like, his boss, basically, and yeah. then, and then Betty Hutton, it's, like, a dad and two girls, um, there's that, like, the, the bank the banker guy or the, he's very, very Jewish. Um, like (laughs) that character is like, everybody's just kind of like helping. (laughs) Like, I I don't know. It's like, it was very sweet. It felt very, it was also, I think part of like the really interesting, the wartime aspect where it's like, it's so crazy that like, this is 1944 and there's all these movies that are just like directly like responding to like the, exact moment (laughs) in time yeah um and like you know obviously making fun of Hitler and Mussolini and and like just the very premise that like it ended the I don't know it's so funny um his sort of prize getting to be that he just he gets to be like I don't know corporal or, or or something um it was just it was it's like it, it on the same on the one hand felt like um, I think it's like it feels like a weird movie because it is ahead of its time. But it's also like so incredibly of its time. Like, yeah, we wouldn't like it'd be so weird to see. Like, I guess the I don't know, the Seth Rogen, like North Korea movie is kind <laughs> of like that. But like a comedy that's just like <laughs> about the yeah. war that's currently happening. Yeah. Sure. It's so strange.
0: I know. I, that's almost like a problem now that things don't feel very contemporary. They feel kind of mm-hmm. removed from time because it does take, you know, I mean, who was it? It was either Howard Hawks or John Ford or somebody I was reading about the other day that they directed like five movies in one year and like four of them were like all time classics or something. Fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it's just like it was a very different system. It was a very different yeah. business. I don't think um,
1: directors were super involved with post production probably that would make sense cuz i think but then also
0: I, they must have just been churning stuff out i mean like yeah i think editing yeah. was
1: more of just like a like a you know like a functional job like a just like right. a, a workman's job um and i don't know like i, I i'm just ge- guessing here but like i think they just kind of like shot exactly what they needed and moved on you know yeah um, here they shot
2: yeah. 11000 feet of film for a four what ended up being like a four hundred feet of film. That's scene. interesting.
1: That so that's really a, that interesting.
2: was for the really the really long shots and stuff. So yeah. that was okay. unusual. That's pretty
0: so interesting, even though yeah. he did the rehearsing all day and then little shooting yeah. they still had wow, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um huh. Uh, what were you saying a second ago? Yeah, I guess that was a little just thinking about the industry at the time. Uh yeah, and I guess I don't know i don't i even feel like tv is kind of like slow now like um but i don't know covid kind of made everything weird anyways where it's like some movies coming out are like five years old Mm
2: -hmm. but
0: uh, yeah yeah although apparently this was also filmed in 42 or 43 and that wasn't released until 44 so they were lucky that uh i guess i don't know that hitler uh, yeah the the hitler had (laughs) not been killed
1: yet (laughs) 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 Um, can you imagine (laughs)
0: gotta gotta change the whole ending the best scene in the movie so um but uh but yeah they definitely i I don't know because i I don't know if there were more movies necessarily or if it was just like they had like 10 directors and then they just made them do all these movies but actually it was william wyler that's who it was uh it was Uh. like one year and i was also like it was it was this is bruce dern was on a podcast and he was talking about working with betty davis and so then they were talking about the movies that Betty Davis made with William Wyler. And it was like in three years, I think it was like a three year span. It was Jezebel, the little foxes and um, the letter, which are like all like movies that people still watch, like, you know, 80 years later, mm-hmm. or whatever it is. So I don't know. Anyways, um, what uh, other notes did we have? I feel like. also may... Let
1: me say, let me say this. So a lot of times we ask, like, uh, you know, we'll announce like, Probably like nine out of every 10 pod- podcast episodes will we'll let people know that like we haven't taken any notes, you know? Right. You know what I mean? Just like usually it's just like, oh man, we didn't take notes we were supposed to. This is one that I like, I wasn't taking notes and I regretted it because oh, yeah. th- there were a lot of like, I only laughed out loud maybe like a few times, um, but they were quality laughs and I was like tickled by a lot of it. And yeah. like I wish I had like a like I had done like a top chuckles thing. Yeah, while going through it because it it was good old top it, chuckles. Yeah, we miss it. We miss it. Like it a, like it when when the when the when the, when it transitions with him sleeping on the outside the theater, which oh god, so sad. And then she rolls up. <laughs> what she rolls up, dr- having drunk, driven, and destroyed his car. And been impregnated by another man. You know what I mean? Just like the <laughs> yeah. insanity of just the whole situation. A 17-year-old girl who this... And how old is he? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know if they ever established that. Like, because he's not a minor They're and like she is. They're like the same is. age. Yeah, no, I but thought, she's, they were, no, I would they think were they'd in They
2: were be... in classes together. He's yeah, older than her care. because oh, right. yeah, he yeah.
1: gets in trouble for taking a minor to a hotel. Okay. Yeah, it's but just, maybe
2: it's because she's a girl and he's a boy. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Maybe, maybe he's
2: 18 and she's 17.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. I could see that. It's just, it's, there? it's, but like that is funny. And just like conceptually, it's almost like funnier because of, just like conceptually funnier because of where we are and when the movie came out. Like, yeah. This chick goes to a party, gets railed by a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> Gets 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 six babies put inside her, and then doesn't and then, remember that happening. Does yeah. yeah? So drunk she doesn't remember it. Immediately went for a drive, and then dupes the town stutterer <laughs> into marrying her, so and, actually, that's and committing was, a whole litany of crimes on her behalf.
0: Right, it's that's what just, I was gonna say. It is that funny scene where she pulls up outside the theater. You were talking about how atrocious it is for him, or how how like shitty it is for him but it immediately gets worse because she's like man she's like i don't remember what happened last night but my dad is gonna kill you and he's like i I was sleeping
1: outside (laughs) the (laughs) theater so poor dude and it's it is it also is just like such a time and place like it's very funny to see drunk driving yeah like we don't we don't really do that and i'm i'm laughing because i I was just watching um some news coverage for when like drinking while driving became illegal Hmm. and It's like you got a bunch of, like, people from the heartland just like, are you telling me that I, after working a 12-hour day, I'm not allowed to crack open a brew on my way home? Just like, (laughs) first they come for our beers while we're driving. Next they're going to come for our guns, and we're all going to be communists. So fucking funny. And it's just like.
0: were they wrong?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's just like, it is, it is very funny to see like drunk driving used in such a like casual, a 17 year old drunk driving pregnant chick. So funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's like, so that was my final note, uh, was I quoted something I didn't read the entire Wikipedia page, uh, but what sections I had time to read, um, it said critic James Agui, who apparently was for time magazine noted that quote. The Hayes office has either been hypnotized into yeah. a liberality for which it should be thanked or has been raped in its sleep <laughs> to allow yeah. the film to be released. That, so, but yeah, there
1: was, that's a dope line. That's dope. That was, yeah. I th- yeah that was that's very good. good. That's good.
0: But uh, but yeah, just so much stuff in the movie that you're like, this is like, you know, you could you would think like, ah pretty much any movie from the forties I could throw on and it, it would be at least family friendly, even if it's like a noir or like, you know, sure. like uh darker subject matter, it's going to be a squeaky clean little movie that we can all, you know, enjoy Absolutely. with little Billy. And uh, I was like, with some of this, I was like, I don't know how you would explain this to a, a, you know, they would be amused by the, like the Marx brothers aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Like that, that zaniness or the cartoonishness. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's the, the subject matter is like, it's very, very surprising. Uh, for its time.
1: It's so but, uh, I know this is going to sound like so like obvious, but it's like it's so crazy watching you know as as we get older and further away from this movie, it's just so crazy like seeing just how how nuts the world was at that time. Like I just yeah. you know, there's like horses and buggies in the background and it's like <laughs> it's it's a contemporary thing, you know? Yeah. Like, that's weird to me. That's so bizarre. And then, like, the hospital.
0: Sarah, Sarah couldn't get over the horse. Either. Oh, it killed like, me. It killed playing? me. Yeah.
1: Because it's the fucking 40s, and people... Yeah. There were still people who used that as a mode of transportation. Yeah. It's so crazy. And then, like, just the hospital is nuts to me. Just, like, yeah. you got a bunch of pe- people who are operating. Operating. They're putting their hands inside a young girl, and they are just putting their hands on door handles and reaching into a closet and grabbing stuff and going back yeah. into the operating room and putting their hands back up to this lady's pussy. I just, that's nuts to me, man. I, yeah. I needed, yeah. I, if, if, if I'm remaking this movie, there's two things I'm putting in. I'm putting in inserts of the doctors and nurses washing their hands every single time. <laughs> and I'm putting a full penetration sex scene right where it's supposed to be.
0: There you go. Actually, so two things on that note. So uh, we talked about how she was drunk driving. They yeah. did seem to kind of play it both ways by having her hit her yeah, head. Yeah, the head
2: hurt. So yeah. I
0: feel like that was maybe them, like, compromising with the haze. I think it probably office. is I guess yeah. her
1: head hurts because she's she's fucking on her way to a hangover. But okay.
0: Well, right. But, I mean, I think they were kind of trying to, like, yeah. play it a little. Yeah. Anyway, the second thing was, I, like... I don't know, not jaw dropped, but my mouth popped open with surprise. Uh, the so it was less of a, view... it was
1: less of a, and more of a. Uh,
0: yeah. It, okay. Yeah. It was a definitely like. Oh, it's know, like, it was... so
1: it's, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like Kevin McAllister.
0: Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, the uh beta, there's a point of view shot from her vagina, like. What? From when she's giving birth, there is a point of view shot of the doctor in there with his, like, you know. Oh, I don't remember that. That's what funny. Is thing on the yeah. And it's very quick, but I was just like, and again, like in a movie from the 80s, I wouldn't blink. Like that, yeah, I would be like, yeah, whatever. This, okay. But in this movie, I was like, they couldn't like show characters in bed together. They couldn't show her pregnant, yeah. but they have a shot from that point of view. And I was just like, this is so weird. That's um, dope. You know, Yeah, so this and movie, it's honestly
2: like. like- the, uh, that oh, go is ahead. Impressive. Like, we should thank Preston Surgis for, like, making... This movie was so much harder to make because he was trying to figure out how to get all that shit in there. Right. You well, know? So, I mean, like to,
1: from my perspective, it didn't seem like he had to try that hard because he got a bunch of raunchy shit in this movie, and it, it seems pretty... Because like, I
2: think there was a lot more to be... I think he oh, bamboozled sure. them. That's my Smart theory. It's, he just... He, I think he was playing them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree because, like, so... But another thing that this... this all the talk about the Hayes office and stuff makes me think about is like um people our age or people just with a casual knowledge of film, like like and and like I'm part of this I suppose because like I'm saying I was very surprised by this film. But like if you watch pre-code movies, oh, you realize yeah. you realize that society has always been filthy everybody's always been sex obsessed oh, there's nothing like
2: way hornier than now in some yeah. ways
0: so it's like almost like the sexual revolution which is supposed to be all this hot shit from the 60s no. is just like it was just something boomers told themselves but like it's, it's you- interesting to me you know that there was this thing the Hayes code and that it was so able through film it was so able to create an impression of culture that like we forgot our own history and we remember we genuinely, mm-hmm. like people, genuinely think that the 40s and the 50s were like a squeaky clean time, you know. Yeah. And then, like, like all this kind, of, and it's just like, to some extent, they've got a, kind of the right idea in some ways. Yeah. But it's like there's so much that you don't know, and there's so much that you've just kind of had your perspective bent on, like your historical, not per, yeah, yeah, I guess perspective. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I I think I, about that often, I, and this is I, a good example of.
1: I agree. Like, I was thinking, like, man, I've always thought of. Uh, eating ass as a post nine eleven invention <laughs> but people have been eating ass since the dawn of time, you know, for what sure. I mean? they've got drawings on cave walls of yeah. people
2: eating ass Well, I think <laughs> like I think that's why that's another reason why it's admirable is like this was a t- time in American history where you better believe there were people who were fucking soldiers that they weren't married to and getting pregnant right. like right before the guy disappeared, like, right for sure like that was for sure fuck like happening and. Why not put it in a movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, and to be able yeah to be able to sneak it by the censors and get it wide released and apparently, I think the movie was, if I remember right, it was a financial success, like it was a yes, big yes, it was a big
2: hit. yeah, well, and, they and, said, so, and it was really critically acclaimed too
0: right, yeah, yeah, like uh, even our favorite uh, fellow is it Bosley Crowther? Mm-hmm. Okay, we, I feel like we talked about him for like a handful of movies. Uh, he gave it a positive review, so that was good. But um, they
2: they said like, for instance, the reason I think that Preston Sturgeon was bamboozling them is one because we've already established that he was probably lying when he said that this was about, you know, children obey your parents. Right. Um, yeah. But he put in a scene of like a preacher uh, basically preaching that moral and the censors asked him to cut it because the preacher was too silly. Like he wasn't <laughs> he wasn't portrayed like seriously enough. And so it's like he's I think he's completely t- fucking with them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be a good movie in itself. Preston sir, yeah. just uh, pulling one over on the haze Um <laughs> But yeah, what, what else did you guys have? Uh, any other notes or other stuff? Like I said, I've pretty much that's all of my notes that I had, but I didn't take notes during the movie. I just kind of afterwards I had my thoughts.
2: No The um, thing that got me, the like the, the horse and buggy to me, was when um, he gets the call from Betty Hutton because she's like fake asking him out so that she can go to the dance. Mm-hmm. And he's all excited and he's about to leave, and then his stand-in mom is like, "What about your coat?" And it's like, "Oh my God, my coat." And there's no right. further joke there. It's just like he for, it, I mean, he allows him to like sillily run into the house and back out again but it's like imagine like you're a teenage boy and like the idea right. of going somewhere without your suit jacket is just like yeah. oh you've lost your mind <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah for our uh, generation that was like well what about your jinko pants
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, yeah you know, <laughs> So in, in this scenario, somebody's walking outside without pants on and doesn't realize yeah. it. I and think just they just like...
2: have their have more normal jeans on. Maybe. Yeah, they just
1: have oh, the regular okay. jeans. They right? have their. They have don't their, have a their, huge house dress, dress over each leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah their I house got it. Jeans. <laughs> because <laughs> well, when you're at home, you don't want to wear your jinkos. No, that's true. You could you could spill pudding on them. There's another oh, yeah. thing. <laughs> There's on. so much. They're also so much work to wear that you know you want to be mm-hmm. doing right. that when you're out and people can see it.
0: Keeping them fresh.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree.
0: But yeah um but yeah i uh what else did did you have other stuff kit notes or anything
2: mm, not really
0: <laughs> okay yeah no it's it's a comedy we we often uh have pretty short episodes for comedies um it's an old movie sometimes we have a little yeah, harder it's a time with it's a, it's,
1: stuff, a it's a 90 minute insane screwball comedy uh yeah but yeah it's it's um like there's not I just didn't feel like there was a ton. Like there was, uh, sure, even though yeah, it kind of it yeah, kind of yeah. moves a mile a minute. Um, you know. Oh, I will say one thing. I got one note, which we already talked about the data bit, but just like he took some good falls. Like yes, there was that crashed me. He that guy so. must
2: have. Fun. I mean, he lived until he was like ninety, so I guess he was okay. But like, yeah, there was one fall in particular. Like he just really did that. I think <laughs> to be funny, like. He, he, that must have, and he was—he looks like he's in his—he's in his like forties, fifties, in this movie.
0: I certainly would not have wanted to take those falls and I'm only thirty-seven. It's
2: in- so. it's oh, insane. hell no! No, you're
0: not. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, yeah, I'm thirty-seven next week.
2: No, you're like fifty-seven.
0: Oh, well, that's true. That's true.
2: Mike but, is a little, uh, Mike is Mike is
1: the oldest person that I talk to on a regular basis. <laughs>
0: that's like most that's possibly true.
1: Most old people I talk to are, like, bank tellers or, I don't know, somebody at the DMV who's about yeah. to retire. Yeah. So it's nice to see you have so much spunk for a guy your age.
0: I do. People tell me that a lot.
1: Yeah. Is You're somebody... going to
2: always have your birthday and Father's Day, like, really close together, huh?
0: Yeah, but it's just it's uh, cool because got... then I get, I get doubled the presents. Yeah, so. that's,
1: what mm-hmm. you, that's what you think until people get tired of doing that then it yeah you're well, so screwed so, dude you're gonna be getting father's day slash birthday gifts for the rest of your life <laughs> my, dad's my birthday mom was like two
2: weeks after father's day two I weeks got him, is yeah two things
1: see i think two weeks is okay i think how, how far when's when's your birthday what day
0: so it's june 14th and so and, and
1: father's day is what day
0: it's always like the second sunday i think in in june it's it's always on it's a like sunday like
2: the 18th this year
1: yeah you're on um, yeah, you're, you're
0: screwed third, dude. maybe you yeah start? i was born the day before father's day
1: somebody's eating so the day you get a father's day card and somebody writes in it says happy father's day and somebody writes in and happy birthday you know yeah. that's when it's over <sighs>
0: bullshit yeah bullshit. i would just
1: i would just start telling people your birthday is like six months different than september it is. september yeah, yeah september perf- 11th <laughs> There's nothing conflicting. Is that why you that. did 9 11? So that's why I did 9 yeah, 11. He was yeah. celebrating his birthday. 9 11 would be like the perfect Mike birthday, you know? Yeah. It really So my was. grandma's birthday
0: was Pearl Harbor Day. Um, but I was inspired by that. I said, I want, you I want them to. You are
1: inspired. I want, I want them too. to never
0: forget. And yes, that was exactly what right. I said.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And they did. Um, yeah.
1: We're still talking okay. about it, man.
0: It is weird that was 22 years ago that I did 9/11. It's time for <laughs> it's,
2: you were really you're pretty young. You are yeah, you were young. you were
1: young then you're for c- sure. You're
2: kind of a savant.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean you were old compared to us.
0: Right,
2: you were know, because, oh, okay. because for doing 9/11.
1: Yeah, definitely I was very 9/11. I've always been
0: uh, ahead of my time for doing 9/11s, but uh, <laughs> anyhow, I uh, now that I'm probably on several watch lists, <laughs> um actually I'm probably already on.
1: You know what? Time. It's just it's just nice to be noticed, I think. It is. <laughs> yeah.
0: Somebody's listening and it makes you feel important. That blog nobody reads, well somebody's reading it. Uh, um but uh well so what do we uh no little strike what do we have a cruise minute this week?
1: Um you know it's pretty light on the cruise news, but uh hmm. he celebrated um national global running day with uh okay. clips of Tom Cruise himself running. So you can Very go nice. on to He, to he celebrated Cru- it. Well, it's on his Twitter. You know, his PR ran Twitter account. There's okay. a, a a gif of Tom Cruise running, saying nice. "Running in Mission Impossible since 1996." Hashtag Global Running Day. <laughs> Who the? We haven't talked about the Chris uh, the Chris
2: metric. Nolan thing. Oh, we can uh, talk about that. That's it's weird, yeah, we right? Talk about that.
1: So the whole thing is that allegedly Tom Cruise is trying to take imax screens for mission impossible so t- uh, what is it the 20th is july 20th is when oppenheimer comes out uh-huh I and then mission so. impossible comes out like 12 days later i think
0: it's before mission impossible comes out no is yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. because i took the day off work
1: that dude that's that's sick for an for an old dude like you to be doing that. I do think. <laughs> and I do so think did it, Sarah.
0: Yeah, and Sarah took the day off too.
1: I do think that is. I do think that is seriously super dope to take a day off work to go I, see a movie.
0: Mm-hmm. I take my Mission Impossible yeah. seriously. I July twelfth. Cool. Yeah,
1: it's 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 a week before. Okay. Yeah. So now okay, the so issue is that
0: he's he's going to get bumped. He's getting
1: there soon. He's getting there before him. So okay, I think this this actually makes a lot more sense to me. That's a great picture, Kit. I was okay. So I love Kit, that picture. Who, who is that?
2: <laughs> it's just, just some girl. Some, uh, some girl. Oh, <laughs> I thought on, that I was online. your. I thought that was your house. For no, some no, reason, no.
1: I thought that you <laughs> took this. I was like, "Wow, that's nuts!" This is one of her friends. That is so funny because I've been looking at this picture that you, uh, Kit, posted in the chat, and it's a picture of a girl just like kind of like making. I don't what is she? She's got like kind of a semi-pouty face, and then the TV's yeah. on behind her. And I'm. I spent. I spent so much time trying to figure out which one of Kit's childhood friends that was. <laughs> that I just now noticed that the two towers are burning in the background. <laughs> so fucking funny. Yeah,
2: it's her. It's her 16th birthday, and it's 9/11. She's holding oh, a little, a little yeah, birthday cake.
1: Yeah, that's... Oh, I didn't even notice the birthday cake!
0: Oh, Andrew's putting God. it all together.
2: Andrew.
1: This is, this
0: is, is the man this who didn't is... know what a meme was until 2018.
1: Yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> well, remember, at the top of this episode, it took me 15 to 20 minutes to figure out this was a comedy, so... <laughs> yeah. it's, just a little, it's, a it's a strange film. I'm a little slow, folks. I'm um, a little slow. No, so what I was going to say was I thought uh, Mission Impossible came a- out after Oppenheimer, and I was like, mm. sh- kind of struggling to to understand why tom cruise would de- th- like just try try to hurt another movie for himself but he gets mm-hmm. he's getting there first this is different this is a different this is a different situation well he he's wants, getting
0: bumped is the problem he wants yeah, to no, be in no, imax for several weeks yeah,
1: yeah yeah for sure he for sure no. now i will say
0: allegedly off, according to this article yeah of course
1: cor- uh, yeah of course no. um and i'm sure it's i'm sure it's some version of the truth. We know, as we know, Tom Cruise loves movies more than his you know, any of his wives, his
2: child, his yeah.
1: any of his children and mm-hmm. and even more than uh David Miscavige and the whole Scientology religion. Like we know this. So, Well, we hope I believe it. I believe it in my soul. Okay. Now, i think he loves Scientology and that's a real problem. Uh but the fact that he loves movies more is what keeps us going. Um but the f- the fact that, uh, yeah, so the idea of him like trying to put his movie ahead of somebody else's movie just felt at odds with who Tom Cruise was, and I don't really see that anymore. Now I will say, in Oppenheimer's f- favor, that movie is entirely shot in IMAX, which is right, which is very, which is very, very cool, and I yeah. do, I do, I do want that movie to do well. <laughs> because that is that's I think a,
2: they'll all help each other personally. Hopefully. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. not kind of get really people worried.
1: into the yeah. yeah.
2: They're all serving different but overlapping audiences and I know, I mean, they're maybe partially doing it for the memes, but I do think more people are going to see Oppenheimer just for the bit of seeing both Barbie and Oppenheimer, <laughs> you know.
1: Right. Sure. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Oppenheimer is also a much smaller movie. It's a 100 million dollar movie versus a 300 million dollar movie um for mission so, yeah. impossible yeah mission ha- like is, in- is barbie
0: barbie can't be that big of a movie
1: no barbie's like gotta 100. be isn't that fucking nuts i i would have 70, said 80 i would have said 40 i'm gonna look it up right now and don't be 100 it's 100 <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, there you go but that's exactly, still exactly 100. like for a summer blockbuster that's not ridiculous yeah no it's not money
1: you know what i got i got big hopes i'm hoping that this is the summer of mission impossible oppenheimer and barbie let's do it maybe yeah those
0: are like the only three movies i want to see this year but uh although Asteroid city comes out in july i think what does i'd like to asteroid city it's the new wes anderson movie oh Um, yeah it doesn't look like i gotta see it but i always like i i generally like his stuff
1: so i know it's like it's it's i'm getting the same feeling and i hate that i get this feeling because I would say most of the time I end up liking whatever was Anderson movie I'm seeing. Like the old the only ones I didn't like. I mean, really I guess Darjeeling Limited I didn't really enjoy while yeah, I was watching it. I Isle and of Dogs I, I don't really know. Oh, I about. liked I liked Isle of Dogs. I mean I'll never watch it again, but like I was like, I'm yeah. having fun with this. Um and then what was the other? I mean moonrise kingdom i had kind of mixed feelings on but like watching I love it moonrise kingdom. i yeah. know you do i know you do yeah um but like while it. watching it like i was like i was totally fine and it was like probably like i wasn't like aching to go see it but i like i've it's like oh i gotta go see it because it's you know the guy's making a movie gotta go Wes. see a movie when west makes a movie you gotta go see it it's true if you care <laughs> Which, about movies in-
0: incidentally uh or i guess coincidentally uh he's a big preston sturgis fan i've heard him talk talk oh it oh, can yeah, all see yeah. it so. i can see yeah. it yeah
1: so yeah i don't but, and it's uh, also like i feel like i feel a little exhausted every time i see that trailer for asteroid yeah. city by the like just the sheer amount of movie stars it's like there's too many movie stars dude
0: well and uh Robbie's not even in the trailer or robbie i guess is it margot robbie or margot robbie robbie i think robbie so she's not even in the trailer which i'm curious to see maybe she'll be like an alien or something
1: yeah and, uh... yeah maybe I have no idea. I'm sure that like I, there's. I think it takes a very particular type of movie to have movie stars show up in bit parts and have it not yeah. hurt the movie. You know what I mean.
0: That is true. Yeah. Although like, I mean, he he does it pretty
1: well. I no, mean, like, I do. I do. I do think. And... I do think he does it pretty well for sure. Yeah. But like casting. So. You know, you do have to take into account, like, how... And he's making the type of movies where that's okay. But, like, you do have to take into account, like, how the audience is going to react to seeing a familiar face. You know, like, yeah. I, I just... I rewatched um, Seven last week.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: first of all, that movie's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. One of the best. The chase scene between John Doe and Mills, like, the foot chase through the apartment through the alley. and stuff...
0: And like the fire that, escapes and stuff. Yes, yeah.
1: that I was just like I was just watching that scene through, you know, my twenty twenty three eyes, and just like yeah. just break just I was just kind of breaking down the edit in my head, and just like the contrast between that scene and you know the the rest of the movie is just so it's so different, but also the same. It's just it's perfect. It's note perfect. I think. Yeah. I think that I think that movie's really 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 good, and I think that there are such incredible moments of craftsmanship and obviously we're still you know people are still talking about 7 so you know yeah but it's like i feel like we we think about i feel like the like technician david fincher is more of a modern idea you know just mm-hmm. like like z- from like zodiac on like that's when we kind of started talking about like his incessant takes i mean part of that is cuz he Started shooting digital, so he could just... He could go right. crazy with it. But I just... I feel like, like, just the idea of... Of of David Fincher taking forever to make a movie... And it being the most, you know, detailed experience... Is, like, a, a, a new thing. You know, yeah. within the last 15 years or whatever. And it's just like, no, the dude's always been that way. It's also crazy that he went from Alien 3 to this. Yeah. And it's like, you can see... You can see the the fincherness of Alien like it's in there. It's not a good yeah. movie, but like you can see somebody trying to do something that is very specific to that person. Um anyway, I don't well, know. Well, I think
0: I, the technical prowess is like it is there in Alien 3. It's just they really struggled with the story, the script, absolutely. I guess. Yeah, he, he so got he got fucked. No, no question. Yeah. Cause it's like it looks fantastic. It's it is very well made and it has there scenes are, that there are, are really very good well scenes. Done. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's because I just watched it a couple years ago for the first time, probably since like probably, you know, I saw it on Blu-ray a few years ago. Probably before that, I had seen it on like something I taped off of TBS yeah. or TNT or whatever. But um but yeah, it's like yeah, he's he is and that was something like a few years ago when I saw we kind of talked about that, like um the girl with the dragon tattoo. I just kind of watched it on a whim because I loved Gone Girl so much. And I was like, I should see the David Fincher movies I haven't seen. And then I just watched all of his movies again. Although I had, I didn't actually rewatch seven, Um, but yeah, he's, it's, it's like, I don't necessarily get excited about him thematically, but he's, his, he's so good at making a movie. Like he, it's, yeah, it's just, yeah. What he was put here for. He's just a fantastic, uh, like he doesn't.
1: he, i think he's kind of a kubrick in that he makes he makes incredibly accessible movies yeah that are super like smarter than you realize yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like it's like yeah. this like social network is a populist movie for sure but like the the psychology of the editing is well beyond light years beyond i would say most very good movies. Yeah, that that's yeah. how I well, feel. Well, then,
0: even like well, yeah, and I guess is Kit back? I know she said be right mm-hmm. back. I'm back. Oh, you are back. Okay, we were kind of just, I, or I was kind of just like, uh, you know, we're off topic, so I didn't know. Anyways, but uh, Fight Club. So that's one of I think his most interesting movies thematically because yeah. I remember watching that as a kid, and. It wasn't until I like read something. That was like one of the first movies where I read something online and it changed how I thought about the movie. But basically like there's a very strong, a very sharp critique of rebellion in Fight Club that did not occur to me when I was a fucking 13-year-old, you know, punk little, Mm -hmm. you know, like revolutionary guy. Um, And then, yeah, I watch it now and it's like I will never, like it's like he sneaks. That movie is like huge among like kids with a chip on or boys with a chip on their shoulder. And then you watch it and you're just like, yeah, how could you ever possibly side with uh, Tyler Durden, oh, or like for you know, sure maniac. I
1: mean, some uh, somebody can be that that the thing I like about that movie is that it showed me that somebody can be right about something and completely wrong in how they deal with it. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, yeah. there's there's two things that I've seen like just probably on, I think on like TikTok that are are um David Fincher related, and I can't. There was some movie star. Maybe it was Ben Affleck or something, but they were... Oh, yeah, they were shooting the scene in the library. And he's, like, rolling through take after take, and, like, they had some some actress who's, like, a background extra walking, and he, like, calls cut, and then, like, to himself and whoever's standing next to him, just he mm-hmm. just says, who the fuck walks like that? Like, somebody who's completely out of focus, just, like, just a... Th- uh, you know uh, 99 out of a hundred people would including <laughs> you know fantastic directors would miss this out of focus blur walking in the background but like he just he notices literally like he notices literally everything yeah. maybe not all at once you know maybe not all yeah. at once maybe he just like it's like he if if he can find something wrong it just it doesn't it it feels almost as if he watches his takes and he's looking for the wrong th- like what's wrong with it and not what's yeah. right with it. Maybe he just assumed, and I'm just, maybe I'm being generous, but maybe he just assumes that the people he hired knows, know what they're doing and he just has to find the thing that isn't working for him. And maybe it's psychotic, maybe it's too much, but I don't know, his movies are great. But I was watching, um, there was a scene from, they were shooting an insert for Zodiac. And it's like mm-hmm. Jake Gyllenhaal in his car, and he has a book in his hand, uh, like a, a book of drawings, and he just throws it on the seat. And this, the the way the book lands is like apparently super important. And so he's just saying again and again, and you can see Jake Gyllenhaal, like he's not, his face isn't on camera, it's just his hand. But you can see Jake Gyllenhaal just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what? This is insane. <laughs> what are we doing? And it's just like, it's just the... You know. So anyway, we're grateful for it, but I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to make anything like that. Yeah. I think it is Kubrickian
2: in in that his favorite. I I feel like with both of them, the fun of making a movie is controlling every single fucking aspect, and also sure doing the scene a million times. Like it's it's part of just like it's. Oh, I don't know. I would almost guess that it's not as. End product focused as we think. It's like this is what is fun about this process is I get to fucking control sure. reality. Sure, and yeah, I can relate I can get, to that. So. I can, get, I,
1: I can yeah. get behind that. I actually, I have a, <laughs> I have a shit ton of respect for anybody who can care about anything that much. Like yeah. I think one of my f- flaws is that I don't try to like take something to like its fullest completion i think you know like it's just like i i learn stuff to get by but i don't feel like like i'm not willing to spend my nights and weekends you know doing more work than i have to in order to like get better at what i do like i work yeah eight to four and then fuck off you know it's just like and that's why i do what i do and i don't make movies or whatever um but yeah i do i just i i have a i have a lot of respect for it because i just like but it also it's just like oh i know that life is not for me yeah it's just no way
0: it's a rare breed
1: it is and we you know we need those people for sure oh for sure well, i was gonna say though is his last movie gone girl or did he do anything after that yeah he did Mankin. he did
2: the the or, stupid that, Mank or, Mank movie um, Mank,
0: yeah Mankin, which Mankin. i still i can't i can't no, quite bring myself did, to watch that
2: he did something else didn't he
1: he did like watch- House of Cards. Oh, episodes. that's right, and and Mindhunter, Hunter. Okay. I think you yeah. should
2: watch Mank, Mike, because. See,
1: but I told you I
2: liked it, and I didn't. But, but I, I li- told
1: you why I can't
0: watch Mank. What? I'm not remember. that smart, and I would think that that's what actually happened. I would it would settle in my head as the actual not history. with Mank.
2: Mank okay. it could not be more obvious that that's not what actually happened. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe one of these days I will. And actually, I just. Uh, I need to get on my Netflix queue because like Disney plus just removed two movies like permanently that I wanted Mm. to see. Um, I was like, I should actually like the streaming stuff I thought would just always be there. I was like, I should probably watch some of these things. So I need to, I need to start chipping away at my Netflix is an app that I open on my TV just to add stuff that people tell me I need to watch. And then I never watch anything on it, but there's a handful Mm, of stuff I should at least watch at this point. Yeah. I I, I guess we'll be on there. So
1: I got a bunch of, like I feel like that's true for all the streamers. It's like I uh, I I watch mostly TV on them. Yeah. But like every now and then, like someone will be like, Oh, you gotta watch this movie. And it's just like it's it's too accessible. Does that make sense? It's just like, kind it's, of, trying, I, it's, yeah, I
0: kinda know the feeling.
1: It's like it it's it feels so it's like it's like it's so weightless to watch it, you know? It's like yeah. there's something about like I just waited and worked pretty hard i think to watch to finally watch the restored 4k blu-ray of brotherhood of the wolf like including buying a version of it that uh was only in french because they were mad at the americans for the dub version it's like i bought a version of the movie that i couldn't watch and then waited another four months to get the you know english subtitled version and i and that's like the day it got there like within an hour i was watching it yeah, You know, it's just like the, but like it felt so, and it felt so gratifying. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, he, ha- David Fincher has a movie coming out this year. Oh, good. Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, it's in post-production. It's starring, okay. uh, Tilda Swinton, Michael Fassbender, and, huh. oh my gosh, hang on. Oh, okay. Uh, it's an action movie.
0: Okay. It's, it's well, an cool.
1: R-rated, like, assassin action movie starring michael fassbender very
0: weird well i will be there yeah there you go i got another movie to look forward to this year Mm -hmm. um okay yeah thank you for joining us tonight folks wait please join what is it andrew
1: what What are we what are we watching next week
0: oh gosh thank you i almost ended the episode without saying (laughs) uh please join us next week for 1965's the cincinnati kid which I have learned in the emails back and forth uh, over the many months that we've been playing this triple. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how to spell Cincinnati for the life of me.
1: I it's hard. Um, it's yeah. a C-I-N-C-I-N-A-T-I.
0: Right. And I always think it's C I N N C I N A T I, or, or I get it right C-I-N-C-I-N. and I'm not confident. And then yeah. and I have spelled, I have a spell check turned off on all my stuff now so I can. So I got, I got two,
1: two fun details. Uh one this movie was made in 1965 and it made 2 million dollars less than the movie we just watched Miracle at Morgan's hmm, like not okay. adjusted Uh I mean yeah I think so Wow Yeah so it wasn't very popular I assume Or maybe, I guess Well it I don't still know. I mean, been it good. made se- it made 7 million dollars I haven't, let's see That's how not much it cost for the 60s no, so it doesn't seem doesn't seem bad to me so miracle of
0: morgan's creek must have really been
1: yeah miracle of morgan's creek cost seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollars and made i think it made nine million see let's that's right i
0: think that was on the wikipedia at least wow yep yeah wait so cincinnati kid what was the budget on that one
1: i can't find the budget probably but more than seven hundred and seventy five thousand dollars i bet
0: yeah, so that, that's I'm interested because I've heard of that movie, but I, I don't hear people talk about that movie. So I'm, I, f-
1: yeah, I feel like I've, so. Uh, the thing I'm really excited about is a I love Steve McQueen. Like when Steve McQueen mm-hmm. is going for I think he's a. I think he's a very good actor, and I think he just gets kind of. Just like. Downgraded to like man's man, strong, silent type, you know, just like. Yeah, just like the classic man. He smoked cigarettes and he drank bourbon um but he's he's i think he's more than that and this is a norman jewison movie and we love Norman jewison. rollerball uh yeah i was thinking more of moonstruck <laughs> or the pawnbroker or yeah any of his other like incredible movies but i do like that you went for rollerball that's great
0: i love rollerball well plus they just did the uh video archives did an episode for rollerball so i've been yeah. thinking about rollerball a lot Um, All right. Slow motion triple feature was recorded on the bench under the movie theater's marquee. Special thanks to our producer Lee, the man in the booth who makes us sound great. If you'd like to contact us, please do so at slowmotiontriple triple at gmail.com.